All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend Zareth, and we are mourning the loss of Aaron Rodgers. How's it going, Zareth? Hi, uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm I'm mourning the loss of the Broncos losing to a, a pretty bad Raiders team yesterday. So, um, you know, and we we didn't even lose our quarterback. So, we, in fact, we were pretty excited about how he played. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and even worse, I'm wearing an Atlanta Braves hat because a good old officer spoke tonight because I made a bet with him and lost so smoke you got your braves hat congrats for, braves. for the rest for the rest of the week they're my uh but yeah they're i actually work with the atlanta braves some I, I won't talk too much about it of course but um good organization in fact that's fun yeah yeah so anyways i i'm glad uh, did something happen? Yeah, like... the, jet, the Jets just got a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing two things at once. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All let's right. no. Let's let's talk. Let's talk the game. I guess. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, they're was barely an update last week. The update was just Boosh going accelerated. But more importantly, more importantly, uh, there's 60 drops, roughly, <laughs> mentioned by Meatwad in in the post to give hints at what's coming. What do you think? What do you think that means? Because we know by the te- time people listen to this podcast, the news will probably already drop. Honestly, if you're reading something into it, um, I, I'm all ears because I just assumed he was being himself and not helpful. Uh, so I don't know. Or reverting to old habits because I shouldn't just say he's been unhelpful unilaterally. There, there have been, especially lately, he, there have been some good glimmers from him. But <laughs> I, I just kind of assumed his default is just being silly like he didn't he say he you're supposed to just say shots um yeah you're supposed to say it drops to the same song as shots or whatever the shots yeah 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 that's all that's all i read into it i think um i think i think something is gonna come i think uh i think we're going to get the the ewok farmable in this next update it wouldn't surprise me if they give like a not a double drop, but like a um, what do they call it? Like an, a, an a additive drop. Oh, or, sure, sure. Like an additive drop or something in this ne- next update. It wouldn't surprise me if they do that. I think because we're so close to information dropping too. Like you could take the that drops anyway, and I I think it is hinting at something. Man, I feel kind of bad a little bit. Like somehow I've betrayed the faction, but I for for Nisa, I just don't care about her to the point where usually if I'm not if I'm not light wailing on a character, I'm chomping at the bit. I I just want especially if they're a requirement character like hurry yeah. up, get get me this character because uh, I didn't care about Saw, but I, I rushed to get Saw when he came out. 
Uh, yeah, and, and I, I barely used him since, but but he's sitting there on my rel- on my roster relic five, uh, doing nothing. Thumb up his bum, and that I, I was still kind of, in some ways like antsy to get him. I wanted to get him. Nisa, I just don't care. She's she's sitting. I could just buy one shipment and get her to six stars and have it be a nice okay. Only a hundred shards to go. There's something comfortable about them mentally. Just instead of like 107 shards to go or something like that. But I just, they, they've they've made that one character completely uninteresting to me. Uh, the other ones, I, I'd be excited to get Drogo and uh, Scout Trooper, but Nisa will, well, she'll get done when she gets done. And I don't care. It's because they're not good. The Ewoks just aren't good. Like, that's what it comes down to, right? Even when you add Nisa to the equation and you give them all Relic 7 or Relic 8, your Ewoks are still maxing out at being able to beat CLS. And maybe not during the Wookiee-Cron. Like, you know, uh, at least Saw, you can plug into a Mon Mothma team to clean up a Lord Vader easier or a Jabba. Like, Nisa, no. what, is, what is she doing other than timing out yourself if you use them on offense? Seriously, I I agree. that I mean, on my, on my video saying, okay, here are the teams that I'm going to use. If you want to go super light defense and you're in a low enough league, you could probably put a Nisa team down and... And by that I mean Ewoks because she doesn't go anywhere else, which <laughs> right. is which is part of her lack of appeal, right? She a, a lot of other characters at least have a hint that they could go somewhere else. Maybe, yeah. maybe they they have some okay options. Nisa's if she's not with the shorter furball team because she can't even <laughs> go with Wookies. <laughs> she <Right. laughs> then but she, she could time some people out if they have nest and they, you want to trap them. Maybe that's that's about. That's her pinnacle. Right. We did it! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that stupid galactic challenge this past week, man. I could do it. I finished it. Um, I got got Red Box or Red Crate on uh, even with uh, G11 Nisa, but my god, it took like 10 minutes. (laughs) Like, it was awful. I got I got the crate eight or whatever. There's ten yeah. crates, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is, or set, whatever it is. Yeah. I got the one with two omicrons. Yeah. The, the minimum with two omicrons on all three accounts, and just called it good. My Ewoks <laughs> had to kill some gear three people or something like that. Yeah. It was it was just really easy to do that, and I just after trying a little bit, I realized that it wasn't worth my mental health, and just hung it up. I, I actually did it without that many restarts. Um, I also waited to see what other people did and then oh, jumped in. Nice. Um, so I did it in, I think I only had, because you know if you're going to restart. It's like, who did Han shoot first? Okay, restart immediately. So it's not like, here's yeah. two minutes, crap, I need to restart type thing. Um, I So I did it on both accounts, but it took 10 minutes on both accounts just because Nisa is like, all right, let me take 30 seconds to wind this thing up. Don't worry, guys, doing this three more times. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, 
a couple things here. Uh, first off, I, I will say that for people who just want to do the two Omis and done, I understand that mentality. And you're right in evaluation that Omicrons are the most important part of that crate uh, of the of the rewards. But you're missing out on more than you think, I guess. Uh, like the the top crate does doesn't give like really obvious awesome rewards, but it does give you. It, it, it is worth getting the, the red crate as often as you can, especially yes. because of the advanced the advanced mod upgrade materials. And I guess if you're not into mods and you just have a huge pile of them, like a few people that I know who are listening right now and are they'll just smile because they, they don't care. Uh, <laughs> that I guess it doesn't matter as much, but the mod upgrade mats really, really do make a significant difference if you get red crate or not. So I, I would yeah. just say, don't don't just get that that to Omicron crate and call it good. If if it's fairly easy and mental health wise, you're able to get right. You're able to get red because it, it's worth your time, in my opinion. Yep. Completely agree. Completely agree. There have been galactic challenges where I just say, okay, gold crate and done. Um, sometimes you have to, but if you can uh, get, if you can get the red, I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, it, it makes an enormous difference, honestly. It's, at least if you're constantly messing around with your mods and stuff, that the the stuff the stuff that you can get is is pretty nice. Um, and then not really related to the rewards there, but I will say I, I was thinking about it, and I almost think that Nisa should be modded with a bunch of potency. I kind of think you need to prioritize that just in case people do try to nest you, because I think if you can. I don't know if you care about Ewoks that much, if you're going to put them on defense at least. Yeah. I was thinking about that yesterday. It's not really a big deal, but that that big catapult thing almost ended you when you, I remember you tried to solo uh, an Ewok team and at the end, you barely got it with a couple seconds left. It's a fairly epic win. If you can call any win against Furball's epic. Right. (laughs) But, yeah, it it wasn't even a couple of seconds left. It was literally four fifty nine. That's I had one second left on the clock. <laughs> yeah, it it was like oh, wow, okay, nicely done. Yeah, good job. But <laughs> I, it, you resisted a few key times against that catapult, and I was looking at it. The catapult not only stuns you, but it it deletes your turn meter as well. If you have the Zeta, yep. I learned that today. I learned that with this GC because I didn't want to give the Zeta and I wanted to see what it did. So that turn meter is if you have the Zeta, just just if you were wondering. Okay, I I didn't really differentiate them, so that, uh, that's good context to have because my, my Littlest account, which is maybe the most likely to use that team because I have the Chirpa Omicron for some reason. Yeah. Uh, the The... I can't afford Zetas. I am incredibly Zeta poor. There, there are some, some, some of the characters that I'm not putting Zetas on. Are, it, it's just this. I, I don't know. I'm my mentally. It's, it's very disturbing. It's shocking, in fact, because it's tough. You have to pick and choose, man. There, Zetas are not. Uh, they're not a commodity that has suddenly just gone to no to zero value it's 
I had to pick and choose which omegas to place as well, but yeah. that's that's a little less. I can splurge every once in a while. <laughs> Zetas, Zetas, man, that the crunch is real. The 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 crunch is yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's funny because my main account just does not care. Like, I I can literally have every Zeta in the game right now. Um, it just doesn't care. And uh, the other account though, <laughs> Malikos has to wait. <laughs> Malikos's Zetas have to wait. Um. Man, how do you how do you wait on his Zeta? I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I just well, because that's rough, I man. I don't have any. That's that's why. That's, that's I actually, fair. ironically, I have the Omicron saved. I don't have the Zeta. Saved. <laughs> um, yeah. my uh, my alt is. I've been very specific and intentional about. Yeah. I'm like, I have to have enough. I I I don't quite have enough Omicrons. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah. I'll, I don't think I'll get there by by the time. Uh, week two gets here but yeah see i'll have i'll have one zeta and he needs what two three he needs three zetas so i'm gonna have one zeta on him for a little bit just just what we're going to have to worry about um but i'll have him it's, it's gonna take me a little while to gear him anyway because I had to gear up Seer, and I have all of the other gear. I don't have the Dark Side Kairos on that account. So it's going to take me a week or two to gear him up anyway. Yeah, and that's fair. I think my I've I've gone into full horde mode on my middle account, which is so antithetical to the way I ever approach the game on that account. Yeah. I just... I. I'm intentionally very, uh, uh, just, just where, whatever. I, I just want impulsive, I guess is probably the word you want to, you, you want to use there. Uh, right. I just, oh, hey, I, I could, I could just get this character to relic eight and there's going to be consequences, but consequences be damned. Okay. That seems like something yeah. I want to do. And, so trying to hoard on that account is very, very challenging. But I, I think I just I'm so excited because that's the one account I have where I can guilt free put Maul with Malikos <laughs> and it has no repercussions because Maul Maul has his own team and I guess that hurts a little bit to lose that team. But yeah. the fact that I don't have Lord Vader to potentially have with Maul means I can just do what I it's the same as if you don't have Kenobi, but you have Cat. You can guilt free put them with with Dash or Padme or CLS. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry about that. So well, that that's the other uh, that's the other problem I'm going to have with uh, Malakos. I'll have him. I have enough signal data and all the relic materials to get him to R eight immediately. Um, Seer will not be following him for a little bit. <laughs> that's so. So, like you said, uh, for the first week or two that I have have Malikos, he'll just go with Maul, because um, I don't I don't have an option. Uh, it's you know what the problem is. Uh, it is it comes down to, you know, on my main account and even on this account, as soon as characters get released, I get them up to gear eleven immediately. Like it, it's. I unlock them and I immediately get them up to gear 11. That way, when it's time to farm them, you can just 
forget about them. Um, the the person that babysat this account for the past year did not have that philosophy. And so now right. I'm so far behind on gearing some of these characters because they were just never geared before. And it's a problem. Ironically, though, I do have Rex, Drogon, Scout Trooper, and Nisa at gear 11. I just don't have the Jedi Cal requirements at gear 11. And Seer was one of them. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the other big thing that I that I've been doing on on my middle account is trying to get all the, uh, but I mean they they time is so perfectly honestly they they do this where Jedi Cal is going to be re released potentially this month late later this yeah. month yeah and if you've been farming him consistently you're right now worried about trying to get all of those characters to gear twelve there's right. also malikos is coming out and he happens to complement two of the five cal requirements perfectly yep. you know you want seer and you want baby cal to go with him at least in theory we don't know for sure if that's the final team but you really want that and he of course he costs 500 kyrotex on his own plus three omicrons and three yep. zetas and that's right when leia is gonna drop so damn soon and we're gonna spend all of our stuff on these characters trying to panic to get Cal, panic to get Malakos ready. And then what do we do with Leia? Well, I don't have enough resources, so I guess I'll spend some money. Yep. Well, that's I mean, listen, we've said it before. They are they are good at what they do when it comes to getting you to spend money. They are they are legitimately good at that. Um and you just you just described perfectly uh, one of the ways that they do that and they have really shifted in the past year year and a half or so into uh getting people to pay for the shards making the shards the most important thing and so they are very good at getting you to want to spend the money on said shards uh and that's because i can tell you if Matt, if Jedi Cal comes right now. I will not be getting him on my alt. Um, I, I'll. I'm close. I, I'm at the point that I'm close enough that if I was spending money, I would legitimately say I'm close enough that I can get this not too expensively. Um, but I'm far enough away that doing it in a free to play perspective, I'm just well might just miss. It depends when he comes back. If he comes back next week, which is the three-month mark, I will just be missing him by probably about 50 shards on each character. Nice. Yeah. I mean, so, not, not not nice, but, but like, you're close. In some ways, though, that especially because it's an alt, you're not going to be killing yourself to get it right uh, if it's your main account i mean i know for me i i would just be spending money to get myself to where it's at but on my alt i i have to say well all right i'll wait three months yeah and yeah i it's a little easier i hate i hate having to wait that like when when i ran this account originally i never missed the legendary on the second pass i always got i always missed the first pass um, but I never missed the second pass. 
this time I picked up the account after the first pass had expired, like after the first pass was done. So I was kind of starting behind the eight ball, which is frustrating. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's fine. Like, I, I legitimately don't care that much. Uh, uh the end of the day man it's an alt i mean <laughs> right it's... right that's why I, that's why i don't care that much like i want to be successful on it but like i'm going on vacation next week i likely will not do gac on that account at all next week like i have to hope for a 3-0 this week to make up for it um just because it's not i don't care like that's i'll go enjoy myself yeah, I think I think that that's I think that's the the healthy way to approach an alt. It's fun. It's right. fun to play, but at the end of the day, I I also my alt has now I'm a little behind what my main account does because I spend money on my main so I can afford more things. But on my alt, I got the Juhani Kron before I got it. Oh no, that's a lie. I got my I got it on my main first. Um, what did I do first? I think I got the I got the Droidica. Uh, Omicron on it first, yeah. just just for my guild, because I'm I don't care about my resources on that account as much. I'm I'm just impulsive, like I said, and that that doesn't. I would rather have the guild that I'm in be happy with the stuff that I'm doing than I, I mean my personal goals, I guess for for my alt because people are relying on on both of my accounts, but my right. main, my main account. I'm going to have enough resources because I'm a spender. I'm going to have enough resources to get what I need and be able to get them for, uh, you know, and be able to get all the, the territory war Omicrons or whatever, if I need them sure. on my alt, if people are relying on that, on that account, I, I guess I can forego having Afra for a little longer. If it means I can, you know, get something better for my guild i think that that's that's kind of my attitude is if it's gonna sure. hurt if it's gonna hurt the mission then i don't want to be the that guy who just holds everyone back <clears throat> right right uh, yeah i completely get that um yeah my alt oh, man you want to talk you want to talk about um feeling the omicron crunch that's that's where it is i haven't spent i haven't spent money on an omicron and probably 18 months but before that when they first came out i did so i got a lot of the ones at the beginning that i wanted so i didn't feel behind so now that i'm not spending i don't i feel behind but not like i'm not i don't feel like i'm missing out if that makes sense uh on the alt who has never spent a penny on an omicron i just feel behind like there's no other way to put it. Just just behind. Um which which sucks because I want to apply like the I want to apply the Cal Omicron so that our we can have it for territory wars and cause Malikos, if Malikos flip sits or slips onto that team, like you know, y- you want to use that in TW to help the guild as well. Um yeah. but I just I couldn't. I can't even. I can't apply. I don't have. I don't have two Omicrons for Malikos on that account, let alone, or no, I have two exactly for Malikos on that account. I don't have a third to give out at this point, and it takes so long to build them up that I'm not going to get it anytime soon. I've also started on my main 
buying the weekly Omicron with the GET three. Oh, all right. Because I, I, uh, I don't need, I don't need anything else with that right now. Well, uh, with the rate economy, what it is and what it's going to be for your main account, especially here, right with the Endor raid, you, you guys are a bunch of, of intentional players who are going to be getting that higher crate the right. one whatever the 412 or uh, i forget what it is but you guys are going to get that i have no doubt and you'll be able to buy whatever you want with with your get uh three because you don't you don't need get three for anything so buying right. an omicron buying the most rare uh resource in the game i think is a uh, perfect perfect approach frankly yeah i do not recommend doing that if you need like if you need kairos don't buy that omicron um right my my main account has 1500 of each Cairo. like why why would i buy more at this point like buy the resource that i'm short on not just stockpile kairos yeah so i think it makes total sense man yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you don't. The worst part about it is you get like a total of one one full Omicron extra per year when you buy them. It's 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 not that much, but it's better to that's one full you know Omicron more than you would have had before. Uh, I I think I think that sounds pretty swell to be honest. Uh, yeah, because that that's that that's consistently my crunch on my main account i i don't need as much gear and stuff it's so weird how once you become a spender once you get to a certain point kyrotech stop being as much of a bottleneck you still need a bunch of them but you just accumulate them at a rate that you don't have to worry about them as much i think part of it is you could just do three refreshes with energy and farm kyrotech with all three right. refreshes every time you're not farming characters as much yeah yeah and and you know i know part of it is absolutely that i'm in the guild that i'm in so i know like a bunch of people can't follow that because they're not getting 38 or 39 stars and so you're not getting that get3 i like i get that like i also get that um but that's that's where i am and i'm i'm i've come to that decision and i'm like wow this isn't this isn't that bad okay then um yeah yeah that that's that's a fun it's a fun possibility uh it's an interesting thing that cg kind of foresaw that it it seems like that was pretty intentional on their part they gave us a stretch goal for for the accounts that have enough of the other stuff uh, because uh, I mean, they came out with GET three, and then they had the rate economy. But they right. knew they knew at least some of what the rate economy was going to look like. Yep. Yeah. So th- they were able to predict that, and and now they they give us this. You know, that, that is that is a really nice thing. I think the other thing, and I don't even know how truly effective it is. I just the thing I do snap up every time lately has been the micro attenuators. Yes. So I do, but I do buy some of those as well. Um, with that, with the GET three, not as much as Calvin does. I I think Calvin only buys those. Um, and yeah. Calvin's mods are nice, so I can't blame him. But I need I need Omicrons. I need Omicrons at this point. Yeah, Calvin's pretty all in on mods, man. I I don't really blame him. On the other hand, I just uh, 
the thing that prevents me from being all in on mods is how expensive it it, it like or not not expensive but how much time expensive uh-huh. time wise it is to to really uh make sure that you have all like a really good mod situation it just i i like doing mods in fact at this point i don't even hate it i just i don't have time to sift through my i mean and and the collection is crazy because how many characters are there 250 something like that maybe 200 it's 253 if you include malikos 54 if you include gl leia who we know is coming shortly and, and so that's about 1500 mods on, on just characters not to mention 500 right. empty mod slots so i i have 2000 mods that i have to manage it's 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 frankly there's there's so many every once in a while i'll find one i'll be like man i didn't know i had that that's kind of nice when did i roll that <laughs> yeah. why, why are you on mission like that's so weird <laughs> yeah i uh i actually so i spent a lot of time on this off weekend remodding um uh, like a lot of i shouldn't say a lot a lot of time i spent um probably spent like three hours or so saturday and Sunday, uh, split between the two days remodding, um, and it's funny because it it's it was kind of like for I haven't done a big remod since March, like to to give you an insight into it. So I, my mods were all sorts of messed up. Like the the big characters were good, and then some of the other ones were just. Man, I haven't updated your mods in six months. You deserve so you 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 deserve and you can get so much better. Um, right, uh, right. Yeah. Well, and man, it's such a big advantage. Honestly, having really strong mods, I, yeah. I, I you never realize, especially when you fa- start facing people who are intentional about modding and stuff. But in order to face those people and consistently beat them. Have, having really good mods is is so key and i i know this because my that's one of the ways that my middle account has been able to swim around in kyber 2 for so long it has been even though everyone has seven gls they're not necessarily well modded and you can you can usually find a chink in the armor there's usually some sometimes there's just one stat that i'm like i don't i don't know why you did that but i can <laughs> i can beat you now that i wouldn't right have, I wouldn't have been able to beat someone else who modded it a little differently. Uh, and, and then going, going to the farce that is my small account and facing some of these accounts that's like, Oh, you have 9 million GP and you have two mods that are at plus 25. Right. And, and um, then you check, you check CLS squad, CLS speed and he's plus 16. Right. And your mind just kind of breaks just a little bit. And, and then you, you just notice your team is going so often and it's because you, you're literally lapping them. In speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I had this fight the other day where my Darth Treya went first. Oh my. <laughs> I was like, what, what is this madness? Right. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and it's funny though, when you get to where we get, and I mean, it's honestly what you should be doing small wise as well. But when you're, when you're a smaller account, speed is is 100% the most important thing. Um, but when you get to where we get, the, the modding is like 
a plus 22 is a great mod. Like, it's a mod you're going to find a home for fairly easily, right? But you don't just want the plus 22. You want the plus 22 with 10% protection secondary mm-hmm. or, you know, 10% defense or a huge tenacity secondary or whatever stat you're chasing. It's like the speed is no longer the the sole factor on whether or not that's going on a character because you're going to want your character to be, I don't know, 300 speed but also have 150k protection and the only way to do that is great secondaries on your mods um and it makes it it makes it a lot a lot more difficult once you start looking to mod for more than just speed yeah uh, it's it's very true i i found that that that's where i you start off looking for just speed. You just want right. raw speed. You, yeah. you don't have to be that discriminatory. But eventually you get to this point where you have enough speed to mostly keep up with the... Even if someone's got crazy better mods than you, you can mostly keep up. Sure, they're faster. They're going to go first, but they're not going to lap you. It's going to take you like nine or ten turns to lap you. So this, especially when turn meter stuff is is involved, it's just a non-factor. The thing that you really care about, like you said, are the crazy high percent offense uh, secondaries, right. the the being being able to have a ton of extra health, just having overwhelming amounts of defense on the right characters, uh, just just being able to find the right secondaries. It's uh that that's what I right. hunt for now all the time. My main account, I just rolled a I just rolled a cron with, uh, I think it only got four. It didn't roll speed at all, but it rolled offense all five times. <laughs> And then offense. you take it, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll hold on to it. I, I don't know for sure that, that the speed is a little bit, uh, I don't know if I'm right. going to keep it. But yeah, I mean, it's an offense set with five rolls. I may as well just stash it away and see. Uh, that That's the kind of mod that's useful to me. In the, as opposed to rolling it and it, it turns into a plus 14 and... And with with no helpful secondaries, and yeah. sometimes sometimes I find myself scrapping surprisingly fast mods because the secondaries just don't aren't helpful for what I'm trying to do. Oh yeah, I will gladly I will gladly um, keep any mod that has great secondaries on it. Um, like you hit speed one time over the minimum, so you're you're a plus ten mod, but you have four rolls into something else i i'll gladly keep that i will find a home for i i will also gladly sacrifice three or four speed depending on the character i'm not going to do this for gideon or something but i will gladly sacrifice three or four speed if it means like an extra six percent offense on somebody because most of the times that six percent offense is basically basically a primary stat um, and you're getting it on the secondary. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's true that yeah, sacrificing a little speed in order to have your character do things that are arguably more of what that character does. Like speed, speed should be what every character does to some degree. Well, most characters, I guess, there's right. some characters lately who can be slow and want to be slow, but for the most part. All characters want some speed for the most part, and then, but what the, what do they really do? If it's like you said, Gideon, then that's all he does. 
Get, give him right. speed and that's it. That's that's what he cares about. Uh, most other characters you can find at least a secondary objective for them. Of, yeah. yeah. Man, I, I want him to go first and then they're going to be, you know, they want some potency to decrease turn meter or something like that. Right. Or like Nest. We're talking about Nest against Ewoks. Nest is the perfect example where um, it's like Yes, Nest wants all the tenacity because of avoid the stun, avoid the daze, avoid the turn meter removal. But Nest also wants all the health. Um, yeah. Especially with these armor pen crons where you don't want like a, a cam or somebody just one-shotting your Nest. Um, so if you could get a mod that has, you know, a, a health primary circle with 10% tenacity or a tenacity cross with 10% health, like you are coming out so far ahead. Um, it, it, and it's those little things that transforms a fantastic account into like an amazing account. Uh, I, I totally agree. And so when, when I do the compares on in GAC, you know, I'll always show the compare between whatever me and my opponent have. The, the plus 25 speed stuff is more of just an overview. Just like I, I update my chart every once in a while for the new Galactic Legend characters. Right. And the, the characters that cost about as much as a Galactic Legend. Um, <clears throat> and I'll update that. And people will be like, well, why, why don't you have why don't you have stun cuffs on the list? Because I, I show how many Kyrotechs they cost and how many Carbanti. And it's not, it's not that other gear doesn't exist for those characters. It's that... Carbanti and Kyrotech are probably the best indicators of uh, overall expenditure that that you're going to be, uh, you know, that you're going to be spending on. Um, and I, I guess for speed, it's the same way. Being able to show, all right, uh, yeah, speed is important. How much how much attention do they pay to their mods? I guess. Uh, but but yeah, there's just fixating on speed is is a dangerous game to play. Yeah, right. Um, and of course, most of the people that we are playing don't care, or you know, they're going to have the secondaries and the speed. Um, but um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably because I get asked every once in a while, like tips about modding. Um, and that's, I think that's the thing that a lot of people just neglect. Like, there's the people that neglect mods completely. Um, then there's the people that say, oh, Datacrons came and they ruined mods, so I don't need to focus on mods. Then there's the people that are like, I'm going to try and get mods, um, and I want to up my speed. And, you know, the each bot has that compare number, like, and they're a little bit different, but it's like, look at me, I got a mod score of 10, and that's great. You have speed mods, like, good, that's a good start, but... like you're not going to fit into one of the top guilds with just speed mods. Your speed mods have to have good secondaries on it, or you can't have 20 crit chance triangles that are plus 20. Like that, that doesn't do much good for that many people. You can find maybe like three or four homes for them. For them um, to be really effective. And then, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, give them to this character just cares about speed. I guess just give them some right. speed. Oh. Right. Um, but so that, like that's that's what makes me laugh because you see you see all of those people are like oh my my mod score is a, a a 15 i'm fantastic and it's like yeah good start but now 
network on a thing that that mod score doesn't look at because <laughs> that's the more important part right right exactly uh it's it's good it shows it shows hey you're 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 being intentional about mods you're working right. on your mods that's an important part of being successful in this game long term and the, the think about in the in the day in this day and age of omicrons and even datacrons you can't use you can't use them in every mode <clears throat> um the things you can use every time are zetas of course and and then uh mods i mean mods are you can use them every fight every, every time and yeah uh, you know yeah. that's people say the datacrons ruin mods and it's crazy to me i mean i, I think that's just an excuse is is more what it is because they, they don't want to put effort into it and that's fine i guess uh, I, I just I'm, i mean i'm not their mom so i don't i don't right. care <laughs> um, yeah but you know i'm not gonna make them eat their vegetables i'm just not right i, I don't care uh but, but mods mods have not just disappeared because of datacrons datacrons absolutely sometimes they'll have a stat that you can overwhelm what you've been doing on your on your uh characters you can say oh man okay my characters mods aren't really contributing it as much as this crazy overwhelming number that the datacrons are giving right. but i mean <laughs> right now we're living in a set we have two sets and none of them have tenacity none of them have potency yep exactly and, you know, and that may continue. We we don't know. So, and that's just one small example. There, there's a ton of them. What's what's going to happen when all your thick crons go away? Are your characters still going to be resilient? They're just going to fall flat because you you just thought that data crons would take care of them, right? Or Lord Vader's not beating Jabba right. Or Lord Vader is beating Jabba right now. But if your your team is modded for tenacity, Lord Vader struggles with Jabba. If you if you don't have the mods to do that, you're just opening up a counter. Um, so, yeah, that's I man, that's that's probably the biggest part of the game and part of the game that a lot of people just need to focus on more. Well, yeah, if they if they want the most out of their squads and stuff, right. certainly. It's right. an interesting thing because I put out these guides on how to unlock different characters and stuff, and a really common interaction with me will go they'll say like this is fake i followed your guide exactly and i say well did you change your mods to match what my the modding section has and they say oh no not no i haven't done that i, I just did the order that you said to uh -huh. do it in i just did the actions and, and i'm like well I don't I don't know what the disconnect is here. The the modding is a specific part of the strategy. You have to have those mods match, or you're not going to have the same results as me. Like uh, if you don't want to match the mods, uh, don't use the guy. I, I don't care. I, I truly don't care. Right. Thank you for clicking. Whatever. Uh, don't don't call me a liar though. Because because <laughs> I, I did it and I did it five times in a row for you and showed you how to do it. This is how I did it. This is real. Yeah. You have to you have to have, you have to have their stats where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> Rook Heron's yeah. mad we're not talking about conquest <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's because it's done. Conquest is done and dusted. I, I I will the one thing I will say about conquest is and this happens every time where by the time you get to the third conquest, like 
I was so much more efficient this conquest than the last one. Like it ridiculously so. It was it was nice. That is nice. Yeah, I, I yeah. got done I'm done with conquest on, on my accounts right now. And yeah. It's it's wonderful. Now now I just hit that sim button. The magical <laughs> sim button. Oh, it is a fantastic sim button. And I don't have to hit that sim button much anymore. I have 25 level nines. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the resources that they gave us just with the data cache, like, I have 25 level nines. Like, I can stop for this entire week and not notice anything. Wow. Yeah, that, that is fantastic. And th this isn't the set that... I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice to have a robust collection of them. This isn't the set that I would say, oh man, fill up on this set. You're going to need it. Uh, like that That would have been set nine if I had to advise someone. Yeah. <clears throat> get get a bunch of get a bunch of datacrons from set nine um because that that's just going to always help you but yeah with, with the with the cron economy the economy gosh um it it really is something that you can you can fill up on pretty quick if you're if you're doing all your refreshes and stuff it's wonderful yeah so i am really curious how next next con or next yeah i guess next conquest the next cron set is going to work right like i really hope more people interacted with datacrons and like keep it how that it is right now because we talk about we we've talked about in the past how one of the problems with datacrons is the frustration that people have on it's like okay i just unlocked just unlocked my first level nine i'm gonna get like a total of three level nines this set and it creates the frustration of crap i i used all my resources and i didn't get what i want and this set is the complete opposite like you can get what you want if you're willing to spend the shard shop currency that is you have to be willing to spend the shard shop currency i was uh, i didn't miss a single store of refresh on shard buying the data cash with the shard shop currency not um and but you can buy the reroll materials for the the three and the six, and then you just have to you know get the get the reroll for the nine on your your TW. So go go forth and win TWs. Um, just they've they've made it so strong, such such a strong ability to get the datacrons and it makes it makes you feel good when you're like okay it last time i could only get three this time i was able to get six and so i wasn't able to get what i wanted last time but this time i was able to get what i wanted and that's that's such a good feeling for people that it leaves them saying next time maybe i can get seven and get another thing that i wanted you know and that's that's what gets them to spend money rather than the frustration of well, I got the I got my one level nine. I didn't get what I wanted. I guess I'm not using data crowns this season. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say Thisk came in with the raid, so thank you, Thisk. Welcome to oh. everyone joining with his stream. Always good to see you guys here. So, guys, welcome. 
yeah um it's yeah. gonna be there's not a ton of news this this week that i think I, I don't know for sure if there's gonna be a lot of news next week but it seems like this seems like this is gonna be an eventful month a- after this well and ne- next week we won't have I, I think we have to take a one week break on, on the cast um we, yeah which is, yeah. which is totally fine um yeah ironically i'm going on vacation what might be the busiest week you're welcome <laughs> um, <laughs> uh no i luckily i i think actually the big news might not come until next week and the reason i say that is they're they're releasing a road ahead and we kind of talked about this a little bit on the round table we need we need all the new conquest information we need all the new Datacron set information, they aren't going to release that stuff while this conquest is still going. So I am speculating, and it's pure speculation based on nothing other than optimism on my part, that um, if they're doing a road ahead, I feel like they're going to combine a bunch of things, and so they're all going to do it at once. I could be completely wrong though, because we we are in line for an update this week, so who knows? Yeah, so this week we should, at the very least, we get Noosa farmable. Yes. Yeah. And my guess would be that Scout Trooper goes into Crystal Shipments, right? Uh, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Otherwise, it's up in the air if we get the Leia kit, if we get her, honestly, she could, it wouldn't surprise me that much if she became, if she was just this week, they dropped Leia on us. She's, we suddenly have her on Thursday or Friday or something crazy like that. It would surprise me a little bit, but not, not that much. Right. And then, yeah, yeah, the road ahead is, is going to be coming soon, is my guess. So yeah, lots of lots of new information coming very soon. Not to mention all the stuff that we're always planning. You know, we're going to get the Gideon. That that won't yep. happen too soon. But next conquest, we'll have a new conquest character. We'll have a new. We'll have the. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll have the kit for that. We'll have a new Datacron set. There's lot lots of stuff going to be dropping in in this right. month. In this month, this week. Maybe none of that besides Noosa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see. I I mean, I just selfishly hope that it's not dropped until next week. Um, I want, and this is me being selfish, I, I fully understand that. I want to farm the damn Ewok before, before Leia is released. And I have her at I think I need a hundred and five shards on her. Um so damn it, CG, just listen to me and delay <laughs> a little bit. Hurry up, CG. That's, <laughs> that's um I don't know. I do feel like though, with every release that we've had in the past year, it has the releases have come later than everyone was expecting. That's been like, the trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and this is dating back to Grand Inquisitor. Um, you know, Grand Inquisitor came later than everyone was expecting. I don't I don't remember Afra off the top of my head. But Afra was about what you'd expect. Yeah. She just she was just in the middle of all the 
Jabba madness, wasn't she? Uh, well, she was after. No, she was after. She was December, wasn't she? I, I just mean uh, like all of her requirements and everything. Oh. Jabba oh, kind of yeah, yeah. just yeah outprioritized uh, outprioritized her. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. But. Like, Leviathan came a week or two after everyone expected. Jedi Knight Cal came later than everyone expected. Like, I do feel like if all of these releases have been coming a little later than expected. And the reason, I think, for that is they're really focusing on the shards rather than the relics to be, you know, the, the driving factor of them making money. So they can afford to have it one or two weeks later because one or two weeks is not going to get you that many shards. Um, of course, I say that, and Leia requires the second most amount of relics for a GL in the game, but it's it's funny how <laughs> things shift as time shifts. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just there's so much overlap that it makes it, it's easy to ignore how just how many relics she does require. If she's your first GL, it's pretty, probably right. pretty daunting. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, though, since we're not here next week, we probably should talk about the release. We are going to have, and that is our dear friend Malakos. We're going to have one week without Malakos. And then we're going to have a week next week. We will get Malakos. Um, so how how excited are you about him coming into the game? I mean, I've always been a big fan of off-meta stuff. And Malakos is... Uh, in my mind, it's, he's pretty obviously going to be a player in that arena. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. There's, the, the thing is, and we say this all the time, it's hard to predict what's going to happen with these characters. And uh, like, you can look at all the cool interactions, you can look at all this stuff, and the practical. Uh, it, it just turns out, like, I wouldn't have predicted that Malgus's basic would do zero damage. For, for instance right and right. especially when there's all these mechanics oh sometimes he is twice sometimes like wow look at all this and who knows maybe malikos is the same maybe there's just this huge flaw in how the team is built and it's not as exciting uh i i do think right. it seems really exciting to me that i'm more excited about this release almost than i am about leia for some reason it just, just seems fun more fun so uh, I'll I'll definitely be playing with it on both of my bigger accounts, and then my little account is on course to get Malakos. It'll just take a couple more months. Yeah, fair. What about um, you? I feel like you're you're more likely to just throw them on Lord Vader and call it good, if if that's a a practical. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I honestly I don't know. Um, right now I'm planning on the five GLs on defense thing. And for this week, and Malakos coming to the game might make it four GLs on defense with me putting Malakos with Seer just because I don't know how, like, I don't know how he's going to change the game. Um, so my first week with him, he might just hang out with Seer until we figure out more. 
and I'll be on vacation, so I, I'll have less time to think about it. So I, I do think week number one, he's going to sit front bottom with Sear, and then week number two, we'll figure out true a true home for him. I think that's fair. It, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I went as far as to get Fulcrum up to Relic Five on on my alt account, which is, I mean that that's very typical for what my alt does. Don't don't work on GL requirements. Work on Fun Squad requirements. So, uh, I'm excited to see where it takes us. But I'm also realistic. I, I guess I I hope it's going to be awesome. I haven't got a lot of love out of Malgus's release because I'm boring with him and just sit plop him on defense. Well, so. yeah, I'm actually changing that this season. I think I think he's coming to offense this this week. Um, because nice. five GLs plus Treya Savage on defense sounds so much better than five GLs plus Malgus on defense. Well, at this point, everyone's got their their favorite. Malgus counters and frankly Malgus right. is going to start getting beat by Jedi Cal pretty consistently I think. Right. At the end of last season without the Jedi Cal crowns I was using Jedi Knight Revan lead with Jedi Cal to beat Malgus. So um I I just plan on taking Malgus on offense with me. And nice. cuz he's going to need to be the Reva counter so I'll have 5 GLs and Treya on defense. Uh, and as somebody that would be attacking a defense, Treya is much scarier to me when she has Savage than um, than Malgus would be. Yeah, if you have to get through a Malgus squad, you can preload and then use Bounty Hunters, or you can, there's a few other counters that... Right. If you have to get through it, you don't have a really strong counter. If, as long as you preload you'll be able to get a foothold at the very least and Zerg it down. Uh, Treya, if, if you preload or you don't, I mean, preloading, there, there are certain benefits to doing that to Treya as well, but it your your joy diminishes significantly trying to, trying to get that to work because it's not just their opening moves, it's the total pervasiveness of that squad just leeching the hope and joy from from <laughs> everyone. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I agree, actually. I, I like Treya on, on defense more than Malgus. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess the only thing I'd like more is both of them on defense. But <laughs> Fair, fair. <laughs> I think it's a um, fair point. So Savage is key to that as well, though. Yes, I guess I a- absolutely. I'm not just setting Vanilla, vanilla Treya on defense. Um, yeah, that, that's that's recipe for disaster. Yeah. yeah, I think so. What I what I did last season was because Treya without Savage still beats Mo in five v five. Treya without Savage beats a lot most Riva comps, I believe. And so what, what that's what I ended up doing was I, I put Sidley Turtle on defense with Savage to stop any of the easy counters against him and. Sure, people would still one shot with with a Galactic Legend combo or whatever, but against the Eternal Emperor, you can't you can't just wampa it. You can't use Grievous. You, you know, Savage right. just shuts it down. And so, 
Oh, that that's that's what I did last season. And then Treya just was my was my Grand Inquisitor or my Inquisition Hunter. Yep. Um I, I think that works pretty nicely. Otherwise, yeah, Malgus is very consistent against Riva. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, look forward to use you can, he's actually he's pretty good against other stuff too. I'm I'm interested to see how uh, more and more people are going to be taking him for offense. I want to see how that goes. Did you take yours up? Did you relic yours more? Uh, no, he's sitting at eight. Oh, is it eight now? Okay. For a little bit, you were at seven, I think. So eight, eight yeah. is a pretty good number. Yeah, I'm I'm not committing to any nines until after Leia. Um, it's fair. Because might as well relic the, the, the <clears throat> premier meta team. When you get her, um, she's gonna be a tank. She's gonna want those extra stats, right? Uh, right, and she's a GL. I, I mean, I don't have Jedi Master Kenobi, and I won't for a while. But uh, she's a GL. She would have gotten R nine for me anyway. And I actually have, I have a hundred droid brains, so I can apply five R nines if I want. I just don't have the signal data. Like I have the signal data right now to R8 Malakos and then R7, the three remaining Leia requirements that I have. I don't have the signal data yet to R7, let alone R8 or R9 Leia. Granted, I, I have time to build that up, but I can't apply a single relic level to anyone else until I get that signal data to get Leia up. Yeah, I I've given I'm just so focused on Malakos. I don't I don't really have the mats to get gosh, I yeah, I have a lot even though I I have all the Malakos squad ready for the most part. Uh I I don't have enough to get him to relic 8 and then three more marquees to relic 7. Right. And then Leia to relic 8 or 9. That it's a lot, man. I It is. I don't uh, enjoy hoarding. Yeah, neither do I. And the worst part is my fulcrum is R5. And she deserves R7. Like, I want to get her to R7. After all the requirements are listed, she will probably be the next one to go to R7. She's been sitting at R5 for over a month because I can't afford to spend the signal data on her. Um, But... I I want to get her up. I just I can't I can't like not not with Malakos and Leia dropping basically at the same time. Right, and both of them probably impacting the meta pretty significantly. Right, right. At least the relics won't on on Scout Trooper, but basically there's no wasted relics on on any of the characters except for the Ewok princess. Yeah. Because Drogo, whatever his name is, the dragon man, he's going, he, he's going to be Relic 8 almost certainly. If he's the damage guy on Leia's team, I, right. I just, I don't, I don't see how I don't get him to Relic 8 on my main account. Maybe I can justify it on, on a smaller account to only get him to 7, but if he's the main damage guy, then I mean, right. eight, 8 just, 7 or 8 makes a lot. He needs to be there. 
Yeah. 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 I, I just think that, that that makes a lot of sense. And then we're also presumably going to get a really good Moff Gideon version uh, coming up. And yeah. But that's in three months. We have time yeah. for that. No, you're right. I What I'm saying is Scout Trooper is not wasted relics. Oh, oh yes, yes. I get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, right, yeah. He. I'm, I'm not saying that he's a current thing that we should even, I mean, kind of plan around. Like, if you don't have Mob Gideon farmed people, I don't know what to say. Go, right, go farm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but in terms of Scout Trooper, yeah, absolutely. He's going to even without Moff Gideon, he can slot into some of the current trooper teams and be good. Um, so yeah, I, I, you're you're absolutely right in that the Ewok is really the only quote unquote bad relic for Leia. Like even Lobot, who we had to bring to R three, even Lobot can have a team with sorty like the team's probably not going to hit my defense actually i can tell you right now that team's not going to hit my defense but for a lot of people adding lobot to the sorty team will will actually help the team a little bit yeah i think you're right it's a it's going to be an interesting thing just to see what uh what 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 ends up being the best for for all of it um lobot i did i did my I did my videos on best teams for three v or for five v five, and I just totally forgot about Lobot. He's he is he's paid zero consideration at in any video. Right. Not not that he should be ignored entirely. I just forgot about him. He's eminently forgettable. Poor guy. <laughs> he is. Except for I used them. I used them all conquest. So at least there's that. Um. There is that. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I. Well, you might. I might use them for a cleanup or something. I don't. I don't know. Um. Well, we'll see. I, I don't have any plan for him as it stands right now, other than a cleanup. And quite frankly, I planned my defense. So you talk about how you you love the off meta. This is going to be like the most off meta of off meta seasons. Um, cause I, I planned, I planned my offense out. I'm setting five GLs, I'm setting Treya, and then I, I won't say the other teams, but there's going to be no, no, like, Sortie or Sana or Adrad teams. Like, even Dash is making my defense. And I can still, theoretically, clear a seven GL defense with only one two shot. Like one planned two shot. Um that's kind of that's kind of absurd to be honest with you. Uh like every GL has off meta counters with with these two current datacron sets, every GL can be off meta and pretty strongly. Yeah, I, I think that the one exception is honestly Lord Vader is going to be a, a challenge. It, yeah, if they set Reva, I agree. But without Reva, I mean Rex walks through. Yeah, I mean I even beat I've even beat in, in squad arena, but against against pretty high relics, uh, I, I still beat yeah. teams with Reva. It's it's still it's a close run thing. It takes forever to chew right. through her. Yeah, with with against the Reva teams in my arena, I 
they never come close to killing my Phoenix. It's just a question of if I can kill Rifa and Lord Vader fast enough. Um, and granted, four of my Phoenix on that team are R5 with Rex R7 because I can't afford to give out a damn relic. Um, but if I'm doing that in my arena and, you know, uh, like, you kind of, if you're setting Lord Vader on defense, kind of, and your opponent has Rex, like, if you set Lord Vader and Java, you just have to kind of expect one of them are going to die. Like, that's, sorry, one of them are going to die to their Rex. It's true. I, I keep thinking, I, I almost don't need, and I, I don't, I don't mean to, I, I don't know if this is really true, but it seems on, on face value, I almost don't need Inquisition. There's so much off-meta available. And in that case, I, making a super team might make sense. I think we're going to see that team often this season. I, I'm legit. I'm honestly probably not going to set it. Um, but I think we see that version of the team often like i have planned that's why i'm not setting seven gls i'm setting five and i have planned supreme leader kylo for lord vader for the sole purpose that if they set their reva right, like so the, what, the full the full inquisition team not just reva what's the comp that you're thinking of taking for or for supreme leader kylo what, what beats every lord vader squad uh it's it's what it's, um Oh, I I did it last five v five. Uh, it's Does with it involves what? It involves what armor and no, it doesn't. It was hold on. I I'll tell you in one second. I've it's been a long time and I forget now. Um. Okay, yeah, it was Prime Leader Kylo, what armor and Daka Zombie. Oh, Daka Zombie too. Oof. That's so expensive, man. <laughs> I mean, I get uh, it, but it, but if this is killing Lord Vader, then my my Phoenix are going to kill the Java. I mean, you're right. I just um, it just makes me sad. That's all. I I like. Oh. I think I like Night Sisters. They're too sentimentally attached to Night Sisters. Is what's going on? Yeah, I I mean, I get it, but. Because that that took out a that team took out a R nine Lord Vader with an R nine Reva, R nine Maul, and then R eight on Grand Inquisitor in seventh, and the team had two hundred percent defense and a hundred percent health steal and fifteen percent health, so it um, wasn't like a joke Lord Vader either. Um, I, I'm not I'm not calling it a question. Yeah. It's effectiveness certainly. That's yeah. that's uh I just yeah, I mean if if that's what needs to happen and I break my night sisters team for a season, I mean, I think that that's the biggest question for me going into the season is how can I consistently beat these monster Lord Vader squads? And the answer is probably just gonna have to be Supreme Leader Kylo, because uh otherwise there are pro there are other solutions, but I, I think Kylo is probably the most consistent and the most uh, I don't know cost effective frankly right yeah and uh, the night sisters <clears throat> i mean 
again, they're a fantastic team, but you also, well, if you want a two shot job, you don't need Daka Zombie. Um, if you have an initiate at Relics, which I don't, so I can't do it, but, um, but do you need an initiate? I mean, you could do it with, you could do it with, I have a spirit at, at Relics to think that that probably well, works you, you as would well. Need- you would need a team. You would need five, and if you're using Daka Zombie on Supreme Leader Kylo, you would need a fifth Night Sister for Java. Right. right. Well, so, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I so it could be Talia, well. or I mean, it doesn't need to be Initiate. But I was just using that as, you know, Initiate as the placeholder. Sure. Um, yeah, it, but if you like, I sat down to think about it today to think, you know, plan everything out. And there are so many options for teams. Like, there's there's so many options to off-meta Jabba right now, um, specifically. Because you could use Inquisitors against Jabba. A lot of people are going to be switching to Grit or the Damage Reduction Cron on the the Wookiee. Right. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of people saying that they're switching to that. And it sort of makes sense because you're going to block Night Sisters from getting the kill. Yep. And so, like, or at least killing Kersantan. And so Night Sisters will, will leave Kersantan and Jabba, and Mon Mothma will kind of struggle with high relic Kersantan yeah. that way. Bounty Hunters will eat that for dinner, sure. though. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And if you're not using Bounty Hunters against the Lord Vader, then there you go. So I, I personally am not using grit or the damage reduction on Kersantan, I don't think, because it, it, it opens up the two-shot a little easier, in my opinion. Um, Not that it matters if you're using Night Sisters, they're going to two-shot it no matter what, but... Well, for uh, where, where we're standing right now, I mean, I, I hate to turn it to a topic, uh, like, I, I, hate, I hate talking about efficiency, but you have to start thinking... I mean, I'm, I'll be in the top 30, top top 50, certainly. I, I don't know exactly. I think I was number 40, and then I won. So wh- whatever yeah. that's going to place me. Um, The people I face are all going to have all the toys. They're going to have better toys yeah. than I do, in fact. Uh, and it makes me think that even if I place all seven GLs and I can one-shot them, it, I don't know that I can, but it, even assuming if I somehow am able to one-shot them uh, with that, you have to think that they're going to be able to do that the same thing to me, but maybe yeah. more like you have to start thinking, all right, how do I, how do I pinch banners here? How do I not drop 10 with Supreme Leader right. Kylo against Lord Vader? You know, maybe, maybe we have to find a different solution. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's so I, I very well might just do the five jails on defense this round. And then next week when I'm on vacation, go full efficiency and just try and catch people off guard. Like, it'll be easier fights for me uh, because if, if you, I'll yeah. set like, I'll set Lord Vader's, I'll set somebody on defense, you know, one GL on defense, I'll have six on offense uh, and just try and out efficiency people because there, there is something to be said if you're going to set all your GLs on defense and they get one shot, and they have a bunch of non-GLs on defense that your GL counters can't counter efficiently, then you will lose. That's why Atreya with Savage is probably my biggest worry for the season. 
Um, because if I'm killing if I'm killing the GLs, like what's killing Treya Savage? Yeah, what what kills it efficiently, especially. Yeah. Right. Um yeah, so so efficiency, like I <laughs> it it might become the meta by the last week of this season. Like it, it very well just could be a keep as much many GLs on offense as you can. Uh I think first week people are still going to set a whole bunch of GLs just because uh they have said I, I've seen a lot of people say, Oh, I'm going even heavier on defense this time. And by heavier on defense they mean GLs, but like we're talking about, that's kind of if your opponent sets four GLs, like they, they're easily going to clear maybe not easily, but they're going to clear seven GLs on defense. Oh, and uh, last season, last season I kept Jedi Master Luke, and yep. I placed placed everyone else, and I still mostly cleared fairly easily. Right. Uh but uh, I, I don't know how I can go harder on defense unless I just make my defensive teams stronger somehow, more tanky, uh, you know, more thick. Because uh, otherwise, it was it. I was looking at the history and. There are a few matches where people off meta me in places that I, I just totally did not expect at all. And sure. that's just going to happen against really top level players. Uh, you know, and even, even the matches that I won was like, wow, I, <laughs> I got lucky on that one uh, yeah. on, on a few of them. So yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a very challenging prospect to, you know, how, how do I, how do I smash as many awesome characters in on defense as I can without it, uh, without it hurting me on offense as well. And that's, do I need inquisition? Like that, that's one of my big questions. Yeah. Well, so here's, here's the other question of is placing GLs on defense, placing the tough defense. Right. Well, and that's why, you know, like you say, Treya Savage is, is very relevant because I'd, I'd rather face any version of Jedi Master Luke on defense than Treya Savage. Agreed. Like without, without even second guessing it, I completely agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. 100%, man. I mean, uh, at this point, I'd almost rather face uh, Jedi Master Luke than a, a lot like some of the stronger Malgus teams that you see. Especially because everyone's Relic 9 everywhere now on those scores. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I legit, like, I don't know. Putting more GLs on defense may not be the answer. Um, we'll, we'll see. The, the, the meta is so wide open this season if you have the Krons and they made it easier for you to get the Krons. Like, it's, it's going to be a really, really interesting, interesting start to this season. Um, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping I can go 2-0 and to start the season that way. Because I leave for vacation Sunday and I come back Sunday. So I'm fully prepared in my mind for an 0-3 next week while I'm on vacation. Because if I'm prepared for an 0-3 and, and then I have time and I can go 1-2, and two, like it's, you know amazing um and but if i go oh and three who cares because i'm on vacation but so i really want to go two and oh then i'll be fine losing sunday because sunday's a travel day and that's 
just going to be miserable. Um, and then we come back the following Sunday. And so I can play that Sunday night and maybe, maybe win the toilet bowl for next week. Um, but yeah, I, man, I, I really think that GLs on defense might not, more GLs on defense may not be the option. I, I think you still need to have some to keep people honest, but like if they're expecting to use Phoenix against Jabba in the back, maybe you have Sith Eternal or you have Jedi Master Kenobi in, in the back. Like you're, we're going to need to do something to subvert their expectations. Yeah, uh, well, and I mean, you put Supreme Leader Kylo on defense, and what what does that really get you? Uh, you usually nothing. <laughs> usually, people just destroy it with with a second rate Jedi squad, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supreme Leader Kylo isn't going to go on defense for me. Um, I feel I feel pretty safe in saying that. Um, but. I, I think we're going to need to set somebody in the back that is not your standard or typical, like what they expect. Because ever, let's be honest, you open the board and you expect to see Lord Vader, Jabba, and Ray, right? Like you just open the board and you know yeah. those three. You have to plan for those three being on defense. And so, if you don't set one of them on defense, like let it might be the season you keep Jabba for offense. I'm not oh. saying it is. I'm not saying I'm doing it right now, but it might be by week two. Like we say, God, Jabba's dying to everything for max banners. Let me just keep him on offense and I can go kill something useful. No, you're totally right on that one. I mean, uh, there, there's so many things that delete Jabba right now, but on the other hand, on offense, he, he can, it can work against a lot of GLs. I've beat, I've beat, pretty much all the GLs with him, in fact. I, I've even beat yeah. Lord Vader with him, but it, it's kind of a mess trying to figure out, <laughs> try, trying to make all that work. Right. I mean, that, that's not my preferred counter to use him there, but I agree. He can he can at least kill sides on Lord Vader if, if absolutely needed. Um, he can. Well, and if, if he's just a, a, an auto 65 for someone, I think, I think my biggest thing is can I get them to gamble with Night Sisters? Can they try to one right. in a one shot? Try to one shot my job up with Night Sisters, and if if they right. do try to gamble that, I I can probably turn that into just killing them. Uh, I, I mean, I could turn that into hopefully a hold here and that. And and honestly, that's you know we're and we're talking here about like the top one hundred, top two hundred groups. Right. So <laughs> some of this stuff is just not as relevant. But for me, the 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 trying to face some of these guys with crazy rosters and they're very invested and they're very they're really good players they know they make make good decisions how can i get them i mean that used to be the joke for me at least is if i ever had to face fatal all i do was uh just place a padme squad and <laughs> he'll try and nest it <laughs> he'll try to nest it and there's a chance he loses you know right. just because he's he's addicted to that counter and <laughs> uh you know it Fatal Fatal's probably a better player than I am, uh, at least on a lot of different levels. And uh, but but like there are certain things that really top level players are going to be trying to do that maybe maybe we can take advantage of. Um, <laughs> most other people are like, oh, yeah, I'll just use Kenobi for Max Banners. And right, right. Uh, other people say, but what if I nice sistered this? That would be cool. 
you know, I do I do have that Marin crown. Um yeah, no, I, it's it's yeah. hard to say no, man. It's hard it, to say no it, to it. It is. <laughs> oh, um yeah. Uh let's see. It it's uh, man. I, I I've really been struggling on this defense because I really do want to set five five GLs. Um but there's a lot of me that says, do I really, do I actually really want to set them? Do I need to set them? Is it good for me to set them? I, I guess, I guess we'll find out. Like, I don't, I don't know. Nobody knows, man. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to just getting destroyed in a rhodium. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I found out that I'm not even just in a Rhodium 4. I'm in a Rhodium 3 on my little account. Uh, oh, really? Well, I looked at this. I looked at the record. He went, I went 6 and 3 last season with that stupid account. Like, well, in 3v3, where I don't have any counters. It's just yeah. the, the impact cat and uh, Star Killer make on, on an account can't be overstated. They're, they are enormously impactful. Sure. That's especially if you don't have any GLs, it's pretty big. So, yeah, Erodium three, I, I think, think they'll get destroyed, but we'll see, man. I don't need more fleets, at least. That's good. That's that's a good step. Yeah, yeah, step in the right direction on that one. Um. So, speaking of all the datacrons, we we have a crap ton of them. Um. Do you feel like we have you have all the ones that you actually want? It's always hard to predict uh, for for this season, probably. I mean, I, what I'm working on right now is just getting more armor pen. Honestly, yeah. trying to get trying to make that a little bit more robust. I have I have a cron for a great cron for CLS. I have a if I need one one for Tarful. I have a bunch of clone ones in different varieties. Um, I, I don't have one that's a bunch of crit avoid. So I mean that's maybe something that would be on my tertiary shopping list. But yeah, yeah, I think I have everything. The one thing I haven't rolled at all this season has been I've gotten zero chopper and I've gotten zero omega and i don't know i don't i wasn't really looking for those anyways but i i, I don't have i haven't gotten one yet i was looking for chopper chopper is actually really good when you're not facing lord vader or java like facing lord vader or java you kind of need the the rex or the sabine level nines against everyone else choppers is actually really good um nice. but yeah i i have the only thing I don't have is two super high critavoid grounds. Um, I have a couple that are in like the high forties. I don't have two super high critavoid grounds. Uh, and when I say super high, I mean like seventy percent plus. Um, other than that, I feel I feel pretty I feel pretty good about my. Uh, my cron selection right now like i i legitimately feel like i'm done farming crons and kind of because i have to because while we've been on the podcast i added my 26th level nine uh so <laughs> there's really wow. not much room for me to add more um 
So I, yeah, I, I think I'm legitimately just done. I think I'm not, I don't need to put another crystal into conquest. What's your highest armor pen out of curiosity? Uh, hold on. Let me, it's, I can tell you in a second. Uh, I'm going to look on mine too. I'm curious. Let's see. Sort by armor pen. The highest one is 311% armor pen with 52% crit damage on it. Nice. Yeah, I, mine isn't even close to that. I have a, I have one that's at 245 is oh. all. Yeah, then my second is 287 armor pen with 15% offense. And then my Qui-Gon is third at 231 armor pen and 83% crit damage. Nice, man. I, I think I went a little bit more broad. Like if, if I rolled offense on one, I, I typically have just left it, let it stay. Because offense... Ovens is the thing that you can give, for example, to Fennec right. if if right. she, you know, she'll actually make good use of of a an offense cron as opposed to she doesn't do anything with the armor pen. Right. Well, I I do have two two crons over thirty percent offense <laughs> as well. I mean, I have twenty six crons, uh, of level nine, so they kind of, I kind of have a lot of the stats except for crit avoidance currently. Um, yeah you've got a little bit more gung-ho on on all of this than i have i mean my crit avoid my best is only 42 so i don't i don't have anything there either right and i i, I do have one crit damage over a hundred percent um nice, crit avoid i have one over 50 percent and then two two over 40 percent so those aren't, I mean, those aren't bad, but they're not great. Because we do need to worry about if set 11 kind of sucks, um, Crit Avoid is going to be good for some of the dark side teams. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, that's the biggest thing is trying to set yourself up for be, being able to survive a cron set that isn't that great. I mean, my guess is that they typically, they've been doing it where one is kind of overpowered and kind of uh transformative to to your you know the overall datacron meta yeah. so to speak and that i think that was set nine uh set 10 is really nice supplementally but i don't think that it's it's not as strongly stated as the uh as set nine is i think once set nine goes away uh, in theory 11 should be a similarly just transformative and ridiculous set that yeah, set, would be my prediction set 11 is going to be it's gonna i'm really curious to see what comes with set 11 really curious because right now i mean jedi the thing about set 10 is that it it sits with jedi and jedi is such a big faction i mean in 5v5 i'm gonna have three full Jedi teams and then like two more teams that Jedi sit on that can use the crons if needed. Um, so, all right, let's do this. Which, which dark side faction do you think is going to set 11 is going to touch? I mean, I, I guess what, what I've said in the past and I, I still think, I, I think we're going to get dark side Ufu is what I think with, with Malakos being front and center, that that would be my biggest prediction. Um, 
otherwise, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really know. It, it could be it could be any damn thing. They could do something like Empire, I guess. Something something weird like that. Though yeah. em- Empire touches on some ufus as well. What what do you think? Uh I don't so it's not gonna be Sith. I don't think it's gonna be a separatist one again. Um Agreed. Uh so I don't I I mean I I don't want to say dark side Ufu. Like I, I feel like that is obvious a little bit. Um, right. But we, we literally just had Ufus at the same time. And what I worry about is like with the current set, the level sixes are broken. If it doesn't match the leader. Um, and if that happens next time and you're using Malakos and Seer is your leader, like a dark side Ufu is not going to get you anything. Um, so that, that worries me a little bit, but we're not going to get, we're not going to have Sith. We're not going to have Tuscans. We're not going to have Night Sisters because they're all recent. Um, we, I don't think we're going to have Separatists because they were also kind of very recent as well. So do we do we cycle around back to bounty hunters like at, maybe at, we could at, I I mean if... it, we could get imperial it could be imperial remnants but I think that waits for three more months until we get big Gideon. No, I, I was actually thinking along those lines of what if what if it's imperial troopers? I don't know if we've ever had one specifically for imperial troopers before. Uh, we but... haven't. We haven't. And if you go back to the original data mines, there is a symbol for them. Um, oh. we, could get, we could get troopers. And then that, that would give us something for scout, uh, you know, to, to push yeah. people into getting scout. And then and then once we once we eventually get to Gideon unlocked, then we'll have an Imperial Remnant, probably. Yeah, because it wouldn't be the first time you have a broad faction and then you reduced down the faction like how we had was it scoundrels into smugglers or was it the other way around i think it was smugglers into scoundrels i think that's what it was but so they've done that before where they've done the big faction and very close in time the smaller subset of that faction yeah it wouldn't surprise me at all to be honest to to be getting that um and otherwise you know, we could get a Rogue One, perhaps. Uh, you know, just uh, someone like the Jedi Cal stuff. Like, I guess Rogue yeah. One uh, saw isn't isn't Rogue One, I guess, but he's he's with the Rogue One team sometimes, or at least uh, <laughs> mostly Rogue One team. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, we could just get Rebel fighters. I don't think we've had a Rebel fighter one before. <laughs> we we could. Yeah. Well, actually, um. What is what is Drogon's classifications? Because it would make sense that the next set fits Gleia. Right. Well, yeah, we could do Rebel Fighter. So then that would impact the Leia team for the people who got her early. And then I, I would guess that the next Datacron set would have Rebels for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because Drogon is a Rebel Fighter. He is. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Yeah, but I do think that next one has light side and dark side. I don't think it's going to be full on dark side. I think we're going to see one faction of both, at least. Sure. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see how it impacts things. And honestly, Malakos, I'm going to be a little sad when Malakos is just totally overpowered the way the way the last few conquest characters are and and then we have to wait for four months to see what he's really like but at the same time yeah. i mean i'll have him so it'll be exciting as well <laughs> i'll have him so screw everyone else yep. <laughs> <laughs> um all right we've been going for a while we should probably address there's not a ton of podcast questions but we should probably get to them sure um all right so if you could have a conversation with cg about the next territory battle planet added after zepho what would it be like we would like if we he, could choose the next one well no i think it's more of like if you could talk to him about what you want either for boards or if you want to talk about what planet you want that's fine but like what can you tell them because zepho kind of fell flat for most people mostly because n almost nobody can get there so if you and even if you can, the rewards just don't seem that amazing. Not so, at first glance. They, they look pretty underwhelming at initial yeah. glance. Yep. Yeah. So if you could talk to CG about the next planet that they release to make sure it's a successful planet, what would you talk to them about? I, I mean, I, I, to me, it seems to me like Endor would be a slam dunk, frankly, because we have all the pieces there. We have, and everyone's going to be get it gearing all the characters for the raid anyways and all those characters would go well on endor regardless um plus we're getting leia not, not to mention it would be nice to have leia have a lasting impact right now we have jabba who's in all six phases of, of rise of the empire there there's they very clearly wanted him to be very important to yeah. to rise of the empire and he is I think that for Leia's for Leia to have lasting long-term value, it's going to be beyond the the raid because the raid's only going to be there. They already said she it's we're only going to have it for eight to nine months. That that's right. just a blink compared to how long this game has lasted. I think it, it, we need more stuff and Rise of the Empire. I think we could unlock Endor with with her team or whatever, uh, and then. We'll have good rewards. Uh, that that would be. Uh, maybe maybe that's too obvious, or maybe that's that's uh, not at all what they're gonna do. But that's to me that seems seems fairly slam dunkish. Not to mention it's it's an iconic place. Everyone wants to everyone wants to play, Endor. Yeah, I yeah. I think that that's my fit. Like that was always my favorite sequence was the three different battles at once in Episode Six. You know sure. that that yeah. was awesome. What about you? What would you want? Um, I don't care about what planet it is. I, I couldn't even name the planets that we attack on right now. Uh, to, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I, all I care about is if you're going to make it such a hard barrier to enter, make it worth it. Um, like that... 40 of each Chirotech doesn't excite me. Like, it's not, it, it's a reward. I'm not trying to say no to 
you know, the rewards, but like what that doesn't do much for me. Like if, if you're if you're going to make a, a super high barrier to enter, it better be pumping out like an Omicron or signal data. It, it's got to pump out something that people actually want. Not to say that they don't want 40 Chirotech, but by the time you're unlocking Zepho, you have quite a large roster um, already. So I, I think somebody needs to sit down with them and talk about the rewards and say, right now, the way you have it set up, there's other than pride, there's no real reason to go after Zepho. So for the new one, you better give them people a reason. Because uh, if you release a second planet in a row, that's just kind of a, eh, okay. Like, you're not really gendering, or gendering, good lord, uh, gathering the response that you wanted. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that the collective response to Zepho was a big collective meh, and I, I was, that was part of it. I, I do think if you look at all the stuff that you get from Zepho, most guilds, I, I mean, your guild is probably an exception. Uh, most guilds are really gonna love the hell out of the the stuff on Zepho. Frankly, all I mean, the GT two turns into so much Chirotech. Like forty Chirotech scratches the surface, but you, you get a lot more than just that. I mean, you get some GT two, but you also get those on the special missions. That I guarantee you, those guilds haven't relicked their Kieran, Lando, and Young Hans for as well. Sure, I I just think I think that Chirotech is a huge bottleneck. You you don't feel it as much on on your main account at the very least. Um, well, I I mean I get it. It is, but is forty Chirotech worth all the coordination and the remodding and having Seer and Jedi Cal up to R seven, um, like. A lot of the guilds feeling that Cairo Crunch aren't the ones that are going to unlock Zepho in the next wave. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've been pushing it forever. <laughs> People should be farming for the Cal requirements, even though it's not accelerated. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it's very reachable for a lot of guilds. In fact, if people if people actually really did dedicate to and Jedi Cal is a an amazing character anyways and it goes so well with a lot of characters that are early ish game anyways so he's great but then you can also if your whole guild get gets together and works on on cal i think it's achievable i, I don't think a lot of guilds are going to do that because a lot of players are very short-sighted about about their farming but i think i think it's it's something that a lot of guilds could do and they're just going to miss out because they they're not going to they they've decided not to collectively work on that but i, I still think they should That's yeah all. i i mean i agree and we we try and get in or when we have enough jedi cows we're going to try and get into zepho but at the same time when we get into zepho i don't think anyone's going to be excited in our guild um not in your guild and in my alt guild nobody cares about zepho like, they just don't care. They're, they're excited for Jedi Knight Cal, but Zepho isn't like, oh, I can't wait to unlock Zepho. It's going to be so transformative. I can't wait. It's 
kind of like, oh yeah, there's that thing. There's the next thing we have to remod for. Yeah, I, I guess we'll just have to see what, what kind of remodding is required. Like right now, I don't remod my Cal or or Seer. My Jedi Cal and Seer, like I it and it's been fairly consistent. I've I'm what, three of three, four of four, something like that on the on the unlocked mission without remodding. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean I guess we'll see. I just if it's 40, 40 Kairos and like two thousand GET two, that's I'm I personally on neither account will care. Um, Fair enough. Uh all right. Next one is on the last round table you mentioned characters that had modding for no no longer used counters uh we talked we specifically talked about who who did we talk i forget who we talked about might have been supreme leader kylo uh but what are the most glaring examples of that like is malik or cat uh the two that are currently model modded properly by most people (laughs) i i don't i don't know that there's one proper way to mod them anyways yeah I, like I don't mod, mod Malik for tenacity. Like I think modding Malik for tenacity is kind of pointless right now. Um, if you're sticking him on a Malgus team, modding him for tenacity is not doing much, especially with him at R nine. Um, like just make him super thick and time out your opponent at this point. Right, I I agree with that. Super thick, and I mean, he kind of, if I remember correctly, I think he likes to be debuffed to some level. I I don't remember for sure, but um, I know that the tenacity stuff doesn't doesn't always work in his favor. In fact, right. Um, yeah, I I would say in general, you know, you just want you want a really thick Malik, and then for cat if i'm thinking about off counters like off meta counters stuff that the deletes te- like the the main consideration for me is always when is she going to kill me like yeah. when is she going to snipe someone and if i can't prevent that then that's an issue so uh, in general like yeah you want health on her you want offense you want tons of stats but to me the number one stat would be speed i just don't know how incredibly important it is to have her super crazy fast like fastest speed set on her um i i don't i certainly don't i have her fastish, oh, yeah. but I, I don't have her i don't have her balls to the wall you know 380 whatever she can be right i yeah think? i think I, I think i have her at 375 right now i think um uh, mine's 356 it's not not fast really yeah but. um yeah i off the top of my head i mean let's think supreme leader kylo is the one that was the most glaring at me like so many people have him 590 speed and you just don't need you just don't need that anymore um right. it was it was like solely to stop the bastila Ben combo to to lap them essentially and that ironically, that counter is alive again, but it doesn't matter because of the datacrons. Even if even if your Kylo laps them, it, it doesn't matter at this point because the datacrons are so silly. Um but like that one that 
590 Supreme Leader Kylo. I still see people bragging about him. Like, that speed can be used by people that are actually going to use it. Like, that's that mm. that's my most glaring one. Like, the 590 Supreme Leader Kylo doesn't change anything you do. Um, any of the counters it runs or any of the counters that are going to be used against it, there's nothing that 570, if you want a fast Kylo, doesn't do that 590 doesn't. And my 530 Supreme Leader Kylo hasn't lost any of the counters I've tried to run it against, against like Lord Vader or Jabba or any of them. So right. that's, well, that's it. I agree. Yeah, I I have I have a 526 Supreme Leader Kylo and it's uh let's see, I have an offense set and a health set, and mostly I just have a bunch of health on him because he ramps really well. Um, I guess I do have some offense on him. Offense and health. Yeah, he's I mean, just kind of mixed. He's he's over 150k health, and we're good, man. Yeah. He does he does work. I yeah, the speed on him is is funny. Well, people say, well, he's my best character. Uh, he's my you know, he's He's a galactic legend, of course. Why he's one of my top seven characters, and you're right. I just <laughs> he doesn't need as much of a boost, though. You want you want those characters that become transcendent once they get to that level, right? To to get there, like, like no one's you're not going to benefit much if you have a really slow Mara Jade. Like put those speed sets if if you're if you're low on speed mods, put the speed on Mara Jade instead. Yeah, I can find plenty of counters that want that speed, uh, that want a close to a plus two hundred speed set. I I can find use for that. Don't don't you worry. Um, yeah. It, uh, all right. So the next one I thought was really fun because it kind of gives pick people a picture of our accounts, and it's and so I wanted to do it for all of our accounts, not just our mains, because our mains are kind of big, but how many characters do you not have at G13? So how many, the easier way to ask that is probably, we know there's 252 characters. How many characters do you have at G13? And you can find the inverse. Yeah, I'll have to look here. Um, yeah, I just pulled up my last matchup. So on my on the main account, I have 224 characters at G13. So if there's 252, that leaves what 20, 28 characters not at G13. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeez, then, yeah. Go ahead. then my my alt is sitting at 194 G13. So he he's sitting at what fifty eight, not there. Okay. Uh, yeah. let's see. Okay, so my main account two fifty two. I have two hundred thirty four. So just what eighteen that aren't. Yeah. Gosh, that is insane. Can't. <laughs> and and half of those are gear twelve. Right. Oh, all of mine are all every single one of mine's gear twelve or higher. On my yeah. main account, I don't have some. I don't have other than the three layer requirements. I don't have anything below G twelve. I mean, I could. I just 
Yeah, I, I want a few characters that are paper thin for preloading reasons. Funny too. <laughs> yeah. Even eventually that'll just end, but for now I'm holding on to it to it with as tight a grasp as I can. Uh, all right, so Professor X at nine point five million GP. I have, let's see, one hundred forty four at gear thirteen. So another hundred or so that need to be gear yeah to the need the need more gear quote unquote need but um yeah i've geared over half the characters it's insane yeah um and then prevail man at 5.2 almost 5.3 million now just got into a rhodium three uh, i have 40 <laughs> um so i still have 200 something <laughs> to go <laughs> jeez man Oh, poor bastard. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I mean, that's that's eight. If you just smash all of them together, and it wouldn't even make coherent teams. But that's uh, there's only eight teams with with relics. Right. Yeah. Life is hard. <laughs> uh. All right. So that's all the podcast questions we've, and we've just just about hit the two hour mark once again uh thing man so j i'll just reiterate because i've been talking about vacation i will not be here for a podcast next week so sorry to disappoint everyone and actually i won't be i won't be streaming anything next week as well because my computer will be at home and i will not be um nice. yes so have a i will be streaming this wednesday though so I will I will stream the first opening rounds, just not the second Sunday comes around, I'm in the car. Um so have a good week. Two weeks really to everyone, everyone out there in podcast land. Yeah, guys. Stop being dicks. And remember that evil sucks and he will suck next week as well. As per usual. Yes. <laughs>